Like it's broadly more balanced in the way that Sigmar is more balanced and that like 50% of the time someone goes fucking twice in a row so the win rates are lower. Welcome to episode 8 of StatCheck, where I can definitely hear myself speaking as well as normal. Uh, this is Corner of the Market. Uh, get it? Get it? Get the joke? Get the joke, guys? It's real funny, because uh-huh. it's episode 8 and it's corn. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. Cool. Uh, Good one, Ennis. Thank you. Uh, I am Ennis. I am joined, as always, by Anthony. Uh, and no Nathan this week, because um, I think he had something like friends obligations or I don't know. You had better things to do than spending time with us on a Tuesday night, which frankly I think is disgusting. Terrible. Truly awful. Well well that you can take from that is that he's just a bad person and he doesn't love you like we yeah. do. Yeah, you should DM him about it. Yeah, you should you should get in his DMs about it. Or as we like to call the DMs, the comment section. <laughs> How have you been, Anthony? How's your last how's your last week been? I've been good. Um, had just, you know, a lot of time to chill and relax. You know, got to spend a lot of quality time with the girlfriend, which is always good. Um, got to catch up with my, like, immediate family. So I'm a dad for the first time since before I went to WTC. So that was cool. Um, yeah. Got to tell them about Europe and stuff. Uh, broadly, just had a good time. Back on the Emperor's Children train, finally. Get to play games as them this week, uh, which is good because... Got to get into training mode before I start hitting events again towards the, uh, the end of September. How does it feel so, having your only fight last not be locked behind a three-plus roll? Oh, it's so nice. <laughs> not not locked behind a three-plus roll. Not, I have, like, four of them. The rest of the army fights first. Other stuff that isn't doing that fights on death. It's good. It's good. Yeah, but that's real nice. Um, yeah, I get to know that I'm rolling a six for advancing. I know that I'm going at minimum eight when I charge. It's all really good stuff. <laughs> yeah, that, that does all sound pretty enjoyable, especially with the new engagement range rules, meaning that that eight is also a reserve charge guaranteed if you want to. That's right, baby. So it's a good, good rules change that we're all really happy with is the change to uh, engagement range and ruins, guys. Uh, uh, if you couldn't tell. Uh, I should probably make it so I can actually see comments rather than the private chat because uh, I don't know what's going on. Uh, it's like, ah, nobody's, nobody's speaking here. I'm just not looking at chat. Yep, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, should, looking at chat is strong. You should do that. I, I hear it's a very hard Um, It was good. Uh, I went to a tournament which was up north, which for Scotland is, you know, I, I had to travel like two hours, which is really far for me. Uh, oh, no. Really far. I know. Were you okay? Uh, so I went to, no, not really. Uh, I went to go see my sister on the Saturday, on the Friday night, which is really good. I don't get to see her very often. We haven't lived together since we were like 10. So it's uh, good to get that catch up time when you see it. Um, yeah. So that was good. Then we went up to a tournament, which was in a brewery. Unfortunately, it ended up being a really expensive brewery. So I didn't drink nearly as much as I was planning on. And I took a kind of four fun list with the expectation that I was going to get utterly blitzed. And then didn't do that. So I kind of like none of the angles that I was planning on enjoying the tournament on did I end up really hitting on, which I was kind of disappointed in myself for. I wish I'd just taken, you know, like a proper tryhard list. Um, so yeah, I kind of it turns out didn't enjoy all that aspect. Is more fun. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, so I wish I had probably gone a little bit harder. I ended up losing to Necrons and also to my teammate Brian uh, on his Tau list uh, with a funny haha Tormengar list, which did blow the brakes off of three people. Um, yeah, three more that's not, people not that we can really there for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the list as a whole, I played, played eight games with it with six and two. Very, very disappointing win rate for me. Only 75%, you know? Uh, yeah, I mean, I get like, that. I understand being real disappointed in an X and tube. Trust me, buddy. I got you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not the most fun. So I ended up finishing eighth out of thirty-four or something like that, which I think is my worst singles performance at an event that wasn't a, like a super major since approximately twenty nineteen, uh, which is painful. Yep, did not enjoy that. Yeah, it's okay. But now you're on to greener pastures with more idiots. Definitely, definitely, definitely on to pastures. Uh, greener is a different one. We'll talk a little bit about uh, what I'm doing next uh, when we talk about Unconquerable as a whole in a little bit. Um, let's, uh, I'm going to do the easy housekeeping stuff. Uh, this is that check. We are live every Tuesday at 11 p.m. UK. And Anthony, your time. 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Central, and 3 p.m. Western. And definitely, definitely times in Australia. Um, there's definitely, I can tell you that West Australia, we're live at 6 a.m. Good, yeah, that's probably about right. Because they're a clean 12 hours from us, so it's easy. <laughs> but that makes scheduling real easy. It does. In exactly one way and no others. Yeah. Um. We are live on youtube.com slash C slash stat check 40k stat check just stat check. <laughs> it's, definitely... it's so good that you don't know. It's so funny every Do you? time. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> uh, nope, it's just stat check. I don't know if it's asking me for ad settings. No, nope, it's just stat check. There we go. YouTube.com slash C slash stat check. Thank Thanks, you, Jeremy. Thank you, Jerry, in chat. Um, the absolute hero. Someone's got to be there. So the, only, the only adult in the room. That's um, right. You can also find us on our website, which is, which I believe is stat check, which is stat check.com. Uh, you can, you where get you can it. see all of the cool stuff, like our meta dashboard, the faction elos, rankings, all that cool stuff. Uh, that's all curated once a week. Um, yeah, you can see all that. Yeah, it's just a big question mark about what the URLs are. The, the problem is, right, <laughs> is that there's no, there's no consistency. So some of them are stat hyphen check, some of them are stat check 40k, some of them are just stat check. What's the order? Mm, I definitely know there's all three of them out there somewhere. Dude, this has been one of those things that's happened since episode one. You could have just like wrote down a post-it note, put it next to the screen, been done. But no, we must suffer every I, week. Look, if I don't get to if I don't know, you don't get to know. Uh, it's so funny. <laughs> I tried to get it all the same consequences of choosing our name when we did. Yeah, no, I get that's it. Right. I, I understand that this is a process that's not your fault, Jeremy. Um, it's mine. It really is mine. However, it's I'm not changing. So it is very funny. Um, we are live every Tuesday. You can catch us live, or you can also catch us on all the VODs, all the back live streams. You can see us on YouTube. You can find us on all good podcast platforms, probably. Uh, if we're not on yours, Reach out to them. Tell them that they should get us. Oh, we have a Twitch as well now? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, baby. Oh, no. I don't need four. Well, I already struggle to remember that there's a slash C slash in the YouTube one just because it has to be a channel. 
Yeah, that one's a work in progress, so it's okay. Oh, that's fine. As long as I don't have to memorize it just now, because my brain, no, is, next my brain week. is melted. Melted into a million pieces. Yeah. Anyway, if you want to ask this question, you can do that on the live. You can also do it in our Discord, which is patreon.com slash stat check. I know that one. That one's easy. Uh, that's the he knows, money. He knows the money one. Yeah. He's got, we got to pay Curie somehow. Look, man, I know where my bread's butter and it's Curie. So. It's true. It's true. Oh, is that the bad drink? No, it's the best drink. Um, I literally remember I had it in my bag as I stood up and I was like, I'm going to drink this on stream to mildly discomfort Anthony. Yeah, it worked. So, we do not have a Nathan with us this week, uh, as you may have noticed, which means that we are not going to be doing stack coverage this week. If you would like to do stack coverage, you can check out uh, our website, which has uh, the meta dashboard. You can go into and you can look at all the stats. You can filter by week and all that good stuff. So uh, consider this your math homework for the week is to go and engage with the website a little bit and you can feel like uh, Nathan was here with you and then chide yourself a little bit. Um, I feel like that's a Nathan thing to do. Uh, and grow your beard a little longer than you would otherwise. Um, and then you can really feel like feel like Nathan's been here with you today. If you can't grow a beard, uh, I'm sorry. Um, braid your hair? Does he have? He has like a... Am I thinking of the right thing? No, probably not. Anyway. He's like a bit of a ponytail sometimes, but... Yeah, sometimes. So like, just go for a little bit of a ponytail. Like, put a rubber band in the back of your head, and then that'll be basically... So anyway, we're just check. Just... We're just check this week. Uh, no stat. Um... Yeah, just check. Yeah. So to that end, we have a couple of broad strokes topics we're going to talk through. We're going to have a very broad level. Me and Anthony are going to talk about 40k for probably about half an hour and just see where it goes and see if that's a thing that people enjoy listening to after like 15 minutes when we have inevitably devolved into either agreeing about things repeatedly with each other or arguing about something. Because um, there's nothing worse than either of those things. Like. We're just going to sit there for 50 minutes and agree with the same, with each other's points and rephrasing it differently. That That's fun. Um, and then we're going to do, obviously, our yeah. questions. Uh, and we are going to be talking a little bit about the UKTC because Anthony has a cool announcement that we'll be talking about. And we'll probably do that. Uh, we'll probably do that after the meta discussion because that's a lot yeah. more interesting. It's true. Right. Let's do meta discussion then. That seems like a natural springboard. Right, Normally, I would be like, Nathan, yeah. talk for 15 minutes and stall for me, but I don't get that today. Yeah. No, you don't. And you interacted with the meta most frequently, so talk to me, champ. Talk to me about this event. I did. So, Mez, I'm gonna not going to lie. I am not a massive fan of this compared to the end of Knockwind. Uh, I am oh, probably really? not super happy with, with the things I run now. I don't think the end of Knockwind was great either, but I just liked having CP all the time and i like the pre-game stuff and the kind of current meta has said you don't get to do those um which i'm not a huge fan of uh the biggest thing i really don't like is the kind of the play pattern with cp at the moment where it's just kind of like you either build up to two and go back down to zero or you build up you go one zero one zero one zero and you're never really playing with that resource like after turn one and two yeah. it really does just feel like you are only ever using your very best stratagems or you're just never using cp and then you're just saving them and saving them and then you're like you yeah. realize on turn four oh i've got four cp i guess i better do something with them yeah there's like actually zero resource management that happens now it feels like yeah. it was one of the things i was most CP. worried about yeah, it was one of the things I was most worried about going into the mission pack, you will recall, that I was like, I, like as someone that tends to play more aggressively, I really 
I'm very frustrated with the idea that like I can't put the pressure on my opponent and try and gas them and then hit them again and bury them. And it just doesn't really work that way anymore. Now I have to do that with their resources on the table rather than outside. Um, I have to like it's just one less avenue of skill expression, right? What'd you say? It's just one less avenue of skill expression for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is sad because the aggressive playstyle is already often very derided as not being skillful. So it's it's sad to lose additional avenues of doing it well. Yeah, I feel like that's part of the, um, for me, part of the problem with Necros and Sisters, which are an entirely separate topic that we'll probably get to, is that they have such front-loaded scoring and you have so little CP to deal with them early that if they just explode out onto the board and score all the points, you don't have the resources to bounce back at them, right? Like, if you get charged turn one, you've got to force it, you've got to pop an interrupt on turn one into Necrons, well, you're now out of CP for the rest of the game, or you're playing with what you're playing that one zero one zero play pattern, which yep. just results in you never being able to build up a critical mass, and they just continue to overwhelm you with the scrolling. Because the Silent King does everything, including give you three CP. Yeah. the It's one of the things that I'm most proud of with that Emperor's Children list that I've been playing, is that there are, like, 15 dudes that need basically zero cp to function and then i start with two cp because i'm not taking a lot of warlord traits or relics so i have a lot more like breathing room the disco makes the fight last free once like there's a lot more like okay relax stop like uh, enough <laughs> all of it has marcus slanesh so it always strikes first i don't really have to pay to interrupt it's like just like if you want to come at me early that's fine but like Stay over there, maybe, so you don't get murdered. <laughs> yeah, it definitely. The difference when you start with one and two CP is so drastic. Sometimes it feels like. Oh my like... god, it's massive, dude. <laughs> Especially if you have a yeah. way to generate CP off an additional, like an external resource. Like I know for uh, Nids, you have like cranial feasting and mental interrogation somewhat, somewhat consistently for CP. And like in CSM, we have Rise to Glory. Like the ability to sometimes just hit that extra CP when you get it is like like a breath coming back into your lungs after, you know, falling. Like, you're like, oh, yeah, God. Yes, I can Playing do things. Sometimes it's really weird when your flowers go way too deep and then you hit that interrogation for the, for the extra CP. Like, oh, I can actually just, like, do everything. This now. I can just do everything now this turn. It's fine. Um, yeah. Which I suppose is part of the, the appeal of having the Nephilim is that you can never really do everything anymore. Um, yeah, people are, people are often saying, like... Um, no, I'll switch with them. Yeah, no matter. Um, yeah, next turn is feel like a completely different army where you can play with cranial feasting and or psychic interrogation compared to having to play right. like ritual or for no prisoners. Just having the CP is so yeah. good. Uh, and agreed with uh, Paul and chat. Uh, conversion rec and recover the relics can die in a fire. Um, yeah, they're bad missions. <laughs> bad missions. There's a lot of bad missions yeah. this pack. I the, never thought the, I'd miss warlord. battle lines. Yep. Dude, the your warlord dies. Fuck you. Mission is so bad. Like, yeah, I went and hunted the Silent King down in that kitchen, and it didn't help. It's just like, ah, no, it just doesn't go, matter. Go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. Yeah, that's the problem with Necrons, right? Is that so little of what you're doing feels like it matters. Like, even in like against like old Drukhari, right? When you would kill units, you'd be like, all right, at least I'm getting hit less. This is doing something. Like Necrons is brutal, man, and it is like. In fairness, that's a way to differentiate armies because their data sheets are weaker. They all have fucking core now, so they're less weaker, but they're weaker in general, and they beat you on the scoreboard. 
it just leads to what is a fairly bad feeling when you're destroying them ostensibly and getting wrecked on the board. Yeah, it, it doesn't create a, it doesn't create a fun feeling play pattern because it's not fun for the Necron player particularly in that you're just pushing your stuff over the board, scoring like eighty points turn one, two, three, and then getting tabled every game but clinging on by the skin of your teeth, or you're rolling them over. Like there's no real in between. Uh, or you go second, score no points because your opponent just controlled the board. You couldn't score any artifact. You couldn't do any actions. The Silent King dies early, and you get nothing. Like, there, there's not... Yeah. I don't know. I would rather the data sheets were a little more interesting. I definitely wish they had stronger units and less scoring nonsense. But alas, this is what we got. The... I don't... Like, it's funny now. Like, in my mind, sisters are so much less of a problem after having spent, like, the time at the WTC. Because, like... You saw them get countered left, right, and center. You'd watch people's sister's army just get bully blasted into a grave. And you'd be like, all right, maybe it's not so bad. But, like, it's weird to see, like, I don't know actually how much that'll translate into singles. But that does seem like there's just an awful lot of stuff that's just like, sisters, what? Yeah. How dare I you? I really, that? really, really like sisters into everything that's not, like, the top four armies right now that right. aren't sisters. And it's like, oh, oh, this is just a really hostile environment for sisters right now. Well, I think the scoring is just insane. Fucking destroy but... them. <laughs> yeah, Harlequins, I don't think Nids is a particularly great matchup. How can be really rough. Harlequins uh, built correctly is the asterisk I'll throw on that, because that matchup can definitely be weird if you're, like, running some non-optimized stuff. But the second you're, like, eight boats and a Death Jester with Rift Ghoul, it's like... <laughs> yeah, every time I play Desisted with a Harpy, I'm just like, I feel so bad for you, buddy. Uh, Neuroparasite off that squad of Zephyrin, by the way. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, I hope you didn't need those. Yeah, it's it's rough, man. So sisters are good in general, though. Like, I don't want to like it's not like they're in some. Like, oh yeah, no, absolutely. It's like they're insane. Still, they just have kind of awkward matchups into large portions of the upper portion. They also don't ever get smashing wins. So even when you lose to them, you're like, yeah, I could have done that different one. <laughs> yeah, I really feel like if I just you know stayed an inch farther away from the repentia or whatever, or you, right. you just not rolled that double six miracle dice and hit the charge. Yeah, there's a lot of that with sisters. Also, the Chaos Knight matchup just doesn't feel fun. God, failing that dread test, throwing reserve charges. Is Dude, just Chaos Knights in Chaos Knights are the most fuck around and find out army Games Workshop has ever made. Like they won't win tons of events. They'll generally have like a decent but not insane win rate. But boy, oh boy, if you fuck around, do you find out with Chaos Knights? Man, do they vibe check your cute shit at the door? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, uh, definitely, it's just like there's so many armies that just feel like they're one, one dread test away from a, a cute plan falling apart. Like, you have to have a solid plan that's not vulnerable to dread tests. Um, yeah, into Chaos Knights, which is which is difficult. Like, I my game into them with Jormagar was kind of fine because it turns out old one I just removes the unkillable knight, which was really funny. That guy's a big jerk. You want to talk about him a little bit? Because people definitely have not given him the respect needed. And I played well, one well, game with well, him. I... Yeah. I played one game with him and was like, I should have just taken him. I should have just done it. I <laughs> messed up. He's hilarious. I've been doing this wrong the entire time. Yeah. Old One Eye is definitely the thing that I, whenever I'm trying to play a cutesy turn list, Old One Eye is the guy that comes out. Mm. Um, the broad strokes is that on the charge, he gets seven plus D3 attacks, uh, strength. 10 yeah, strength, 10 minus strength 10 minus 43 plus 2 and then another five attacks at variously strength 6 or strength 4 so he's 
guaranteed 13 attacks on the charge, potentially up to 15. He will almost always hit on yeah. twos because he gives him he gives a Carnifex core plus one a Carnifex plus one to hit. It's not core long, so he just puts it on himself uh every turn unless you're putting it on like you know if you're running two you can give one direct guidance and one uh old one eye to have two hitting on two's venom cannons like there's lots of fun things to do with old one eye um and then he's minus one damage if i've feel no pain and heals d3 wounds every command phase which is or every one of your command phases um yeah so if your opponent doesn't shut him down fast he genuinely breaks flanks on his own which is super funny um he yeah. does also draw a warlord trait war if you want to yeah yeah, that, that's my biggest issue with him is that he draws a warlord right away from what I really want on the flyer because I hate my flyer just like eating shit to bombers turn one, which happens a bunch yeah. if you're not careful. Um, but yeah, I played Walkrun, Flyer, and Old One Eye this weekend, and it, it's real funny. <laughs> just like, yeah, no, I got like these three wrecking balls that you don't have an answer for. You just don't. Yeah. Uh, you might kill everything else uh, and then play German Guard. They were all obsec as well, which is just funnier. Uh, the, uh, what are I just staring the, at ten sanguinary guard like I win this objective. I don't know what your plan is. It's the uh, Walkrun being protected by the tyrant guard while protecting old one eye is never not, not going to be funny to me. Yeah, um, my game with the Brian, I just kind of like accidentally on turn five realized that I had a, a charge into a Scott of Crisis Suits and if I killed it, I could overrun for two behind enemy line splits for tiebreakers. Uh, and then I just charged him and I was like, oh, I'll do the more wound charges so I can and only charge the one guy on the end. There's a guy that's taking that response. Wipe, wipe the squad. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, okay. I guess I didn't need to be cute here. <laughs> Oops. It's like, oh, okay. I guess, I guess you found out here. That'll be no relays yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah, just smack. Yeah, the only thing that he yeah, really cool. went down to over the weekend was like two turns of four of six heavy locust destroyers shooting him. <laughs> like that killed him. Um fair enough. Yeah, like I, I get it. Uh and I think that yeah. was it. <laughs> like boy just does his thing. Yeah, he's uh, he's really good fun. Uh, I don't think he's better than a walker for Zane. Uh I do think he does a very different role. Um yeah, I definitely don't think he's like the best thing you can do in turnits. I think there's a lot of things you can do for torture 35 points in a world trait that are also very good. Uh, but he is, if you're running other card effects, I would definitely probably consider him before a second walker because the possible to hit is real nice because uh, it's shooting and it's shooting and combat. Um, yeah. I was thinking about it just because of I don't like that second detachment is pain sometimes. Yeah, and exactly. like I kind of rather not. But yeah, you're kind of like you're kind of out. old one eye, old one eye, or a Tarvagon is kind of the choice you're making if you're going one detachment, right? And I feel like the Tarvagon really, really wants two CP pregame. Um, so at which point you could yeah, just run sure. a water current, um, because like the, the Tarvagon really wants a world trait and a relic, whether you're going like heightened senses, maw claws, or alien cutting gestation sack, like the Aussies ran. Um, yeah. the Tarvagon really wants to have two of those. Uh, whether you're using it for board control or damage output, which was one of those rules. Adaptive biology also very good on Tarvagon with 17 wounds, stuff to save the top save. Who would have guessed? Um, yeah, crazy. But old one, I only nice really wants the do, one. Uh, she can psych her things for you, right? Which is good. Yeah, she's also uh, got a really, really good imperative with the plus two movement. Oh, yeah, I forget about that. Um, yeah, the uh, the what, what really keeps potentially bringing good. me home to the walk run is the uh i can keep my imperatives yeah, yeah. <laughs> i get to 
And also, Venom cannons are pretty good. It's not bad, but, like, that thing is fine. I don't know. That thing... Only double ones on the Venom cannon every turn. You're just like, yep, so I got three shots, and every everyone's a dead thing. Nope. One hit, one wound. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go take your five-up save, Space Marine. Yeah, it's not... It's not the shit that killed Elvis, but it's pretty good. Like it doesn't, it does all right. Yeah, you wouldn't cut it. Yeah, not not mad at it. Like I'm not gonna yeah. put scything claw talons on him or whatever. But I'm not giving him a I'm not giving him a barbed str- uh, strangled thorn cannon. Oh, gross! No, save we that five points. Standards. Yeah, Jesus. You, I'd give him the if. if if it was free, I'd give him the Bailthorn Cannon over Shark Gullet, because I really like the Bailthorn Cannon. That's the special weapon. It's like a flat three damage, um, flat three damage Barb Strangler. I think. Yes. I remember. No, just take more claws. What are you doing? No. I know. No, I said if it was free. If it was free. Spray bottle. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's entirely fair. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, turn it. Just play Leviathan. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's a heavy D three plus yeah, three just... ten minus three three. Oh, that's okay then. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's a lot of extra yeah. shots. Yeah, it's it's not bad. Um, um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, just play Leviathan. Just play. Just play Leviathan. It's fine. Uh, stop. Don't yeah, be just... cute. Don't play Jormagor. Definitely don't play Jormagor. <laughs> yeah, don't so don't bad. do that. Don't play Kraken. Don't. Uh, you can play Kraken if you're really, really, really committed to uh, existing only on GW terrain. Yeah. But, like... And nowhere else. Probably just play Behemoth, then? Yeah, probably. Right. Behemoth, okay, cool. Behemoth <laughs> Ormagods are so funny, man. Yeah, so, why do these yeah, dicks do so I much damage? Yeah. Why yeah. do they fight on death and murder me? <laughs> They're gaunts, man. Right. Yeah, go away. Um, yeah, cute shit. Why did they win the me time on for cute shit with Nids is fading rapidly. Yeah, every time you every time you try a cute shot turn, every time you try a cute shot turn, you get one turn of hive nexus and then your army dies. It's great. Uh, yeah, yep. Or one <laughs> the Nids shit dies apologies. so quick when it doesn't have an involm. Yeah, playing uh, playing, it, I'm just like, oh, so my screens are taking six of saves. This is why I don't run executes. Moloch just like yeah, casually dude. just dying to nothing. Like, yeah, just blur. why am I running this? Why am I running this stuff? Like you, you play Turtle Warriors. You know how fast they die, and then the tank is like in the book. And it's like I spent minus one damage. Five of them involve five of them of pain. They're transhuman. They're minus one to hit. They're stood indent as well, just in case you're possible to hit. And I lost seven of them this turn. Yep. That shit dies in nine. <laughs> it's real rough. It's real so... rough. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and like yeah, just I watched, not having um, the CP to do minus one damage tricks, right? Like if you get sh- shot, like even just cross town by like Blastmaster Noise Marines, right? You get just fucking wrecked. You're like, please stop. <laughs> yeah, my game against uh my game against Germany, the guy just put like five dark lances and four void lance shots and some random chip shot and just like wounded with two thirds of them and picked up a squad. I'm just like, yep, yeah, there was it's not average, but it definitely happens. Yeah, uh, you just can't feel like do anything about it. <laughs> you're just on yeah. a you're just on a four up armor save. Like you can't do anything about it. Um, yep, you only get hive nexus one place. So that's true. 
Yeah, Nits are yeah. Nits are been, real good. I don't think anybody's disputing that. But there is only there is only one build or one set of builds. One yeah, set of that's like one sub faction, and there's a bunch of stuff yeah. you can you can play like a lot fair, of Goliath quite a bit things, of shit you can but, do in levy. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, no disputing that. But it's just like, why bother doing anything else? Yeah. Unless yeah, you're just exactly. like way better than everybody you're playing against, in which case, yeah, go go ahead, stop on the motorcade. It's fine. Yeah, play forces, do whatever. Don't don't do that. I mean, if you're way better than the people you're playing against, it doesn't matter. Live your own truth, bro. Yeah, nobody's but that no, much better. Dude, there's people out there doing well with Yanari right now. Come on, man. Like anything can work. Yeah, but you just the problem with the Yanari players is you just have to assume that they're not playing three thirds of the rules, right? Uh, yeah, something like that. Or there's there's some gentle hand waving happening when it comes to the. Uh, they've got a nice little they've got a nice little printout from a TO that just says I can do what I want. Uh yeah, yeah. And then like in crayon on the bottom it's like the TO's name. <laughs> Nathan says three thirds, eh? Yeah, no, that's yeah. exactly what I said. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. three different three, I three different commitment. codexes they've not read. Yeah, that's true. They're out there with succubus auras applying to Harlequins and shit. I would. Who would ever do that? I can't, couldn't imagine anybody doing that. Um, Great shame. The Yunkarn definitely have uh, rules that people know about as well. Yeah. Seems good. Uh, all right. So what else is a, what else is a relevant meta army right now? I mean, we've done turns. We've done Necrons. We kind of touched on sisters. Just play Bloody Rose. It's okay. It'll be fine. Um, yeah. Creations be coming sisters down. Have even, sisters, tight, sisters have even less choice than Tyranids do, man. How depressing is that? Oh, yeah. Could you imagine playing something that wasn't bloody? Like, get actually get out of here. What are you doing? Stop. Stop. Get some help. Get some help. Yeah. Um, Quins, you're Quins baby. Light. Talk, talk to me yeah. about talk to me about why I actually care about Quins. Because since I played Liam, I have not had a close game with Quins. Um, Oh man, dude! I was I was very very converted to the Euro build while I was over there. Uh, that that eight boat build that Poland played is some shit. You, it's like hilarious how much you don't care when stuff dies. Like people put a bunch of effort in and kill two boats and their contents, and you're like, nice. So that didn't matter at all. And I killed the shit out of you last turn, and you had full access to kill me, and you killed two things. I'm going to do it again instead of eight, this time with six. Bye. <laughs> and everybody dies. Like, it's. You can kill. You're killing, two a t- you're killing two a turn, buddy. That's not till turn five. And then I got characters left. Yeah, I got characters that have been just. The, dude, the Troop Master, YOLO out, blast a squad back in the boat stuff is so rude. And then, like, you kill his boat, you kill the troop around him, you go to charge him, he runs away into another boat, and you're like, please stop. Like, <laughs> I've had enough. Um, yeah, Harlequins are insane. Uh, adding the Rift Ghoul Death Jester Man gives you, like, I'm convinced it's, like, 10 to 15% in the Sisters matchup. That guy alone in that matchup is run us, ridiculous. Run us the Rift Ghoul super quick for anybody not familiar. So the Death Jester base, right, is three shots at 6-2-2 with the Shuriken rule. So it becomes AP4 on sixes to wound. Rift Ghoul gives that guy ignore cover in shooting. And then in the... Anytime you make attacks with him, 
on a four up to wound, you do a mortal wound in addition. So he's real good at like hosing a sister squad to death and shooting, charging another one, and then just stabbing them with his knife until they're dead. And then just dipping out and being like, like, none of that is going to be able to be interacted with. It's really, really annoying. This is the same guy that can snipe. So when he clips your characters, sometimes you just die. Like I was playing against him last week and he just flatlined Lucius from full health. And I was like, cool, good. I didn't need that. That's fine. Uh, Yeah, it's definitely... Yeah, there are not a lot of snipers in the meta right now. Um, I would broadly say that it's only, like, you see rangers occasionally as just a thing yeah, to sure. have in Eldar. Yeah, they're just And troops. then, besides that, like, Cerberus raiders? That's not real. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, it's not. That's why I'm making the, the sound in the face I made when I said there weren't. Yeah. said their name. Yeah, that's um, And, like, the Sanctus in GSC, which is, you know, a very, and the Kelomorph, which are very popular in GSE, but at <laughs> GSE... Yeah. Uh, yeah, nobody's playing them, even if they're even if they're they are viable. Yeah, and then even there's if they like, might be broken asterisk. <laughs> then you've got like Thousand Suns Psychers. Yeah, like the third best sniper in the game in the meta right now. So like you're just you play characters with so much disrespect in 4K right now. Uh, you don't have to basically respect anything as long as you've got lookouts for protection, which yep. is super easy right now, especially on the, like, the degree of boards you're playing on at the moment. Um, the Death Chester just says okay. Okay, you go ahead and you care about everywhere your character could possibly be that's within 22 inches range on the side of the death chester. Yeah, and it turns out it's most of the board 22, yeah, 22 inch move and 30 inch shot is pretty plus seven inch fire and fade. (laughs) Yeah, you won't, you can only do that once per game, and you'll usually use that for deadly performance behind enemy lines. But yes, theoretically, if you could get it, usually, but if it's if it's end the game, you do it, you just do it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's so good. Um, yeah, you hit that repentant superior that just needs to be alive next turn, that kind of thing. Like, yeah, you just well, I, I mean, at that point, you probably just shoot the repentant and kill half the squad, but yeah, like the either one works. Like, if you kill the superior and functionally killed the squad because they ain't getting nowhere next turn, then that works too. Um, yeah, it's it's rough, man. That that list is real difficult to play against. Against like soft targets, you have the neuro disruptors that just do mortal wounds and start clipping lots and lots and lots of very, very valuable wounds off things against harder targets. The fusion lottery is real uphill Gaming. sometimes. Like, yeah, two two little jerks that just end your, your knight's life is like, cool, nice, dude. Didn't yeah. need that armor gear. Uh, I've, I've definitely, uh, for me personally, frequently. I have big, yeah. I have big turret privilege when it comes to Harlequins, and the, the matchup's just when you're talking about like you know you lose, you put uh, eight points in the open and you lose two of them, terrorists don't kill two of them. That's the problem. No, yeah, I mean you have to be a little more careful in two nids, but like again, that build is rough, man. Like it's you know if they if they're careful about it, it's hard. Yeah, but if they're careful about it, sometimes it doesn't matter because you play them in a lot of missions. It just doesn't matter because uh, they're just not they're yeah not stopping sure. you scoring. Um, so yeah, is I, probably I, I one have... of the few matchups that they have to be respectful yeah. in but most of the time clowns is like playing with peak disrespect they ignore all the rules they're way faster than you they run away from you when you try to get them it's real annoying yeah for sure yeah, it's when uh when, if if they play the fucking if they try to play the fusion lottery into harpies and they don't they don't hit the rolls there that game was real bad oh no that's bad yeah <laughs> yeah well the harpy yeah. situation now that voids have been murdered is definitely way more annoying 
Um, it used to be significantly easier, and now it is not. But Damn that's life. So yeah, Quinn's yeah. definitely an army you should be respecting. Shall we do CSM? Because they're your other baby right now. Yeah, that's my my actual child, my favorite thing. Um, so creations are on the yeah, creations are on the rise. As much as I was hoping that that, that meme would get preserved and I could play them for LVO, it looks like the over ambitious players who are too excited about finally having a good army in CSM are going to get them nerfed before we get to do that. Um, if you're playing them right now, enjoy it while it lasts. There, I would be shocked if they don't get darked um for those of you that for, don't for context, know that phrase yeah. yeah dark harlequins were a similar chapter tactic is the word i'll use uh and got horrifically murdered even though they weren't the thing that was winning creations is now the thing that is winning for csm so is likely going to be on the chopping block because it's the same so feels bad five mechanic, up morals instead of four up yeah yeah sure what Whatever. It's uh it's gonna be rough when that happens. But until Sorry, then, your we... children shots gonna get changed to that as well. Four up bounce tomorrow. I... <laughs> Shush. Um I hope they make transhuman baby transhuman prick. It's fine, I'm not playing this anymore. What are you on about? That's true, I guess you're safe. It's good. You're transhuman. Just, buff my, just buff my seismic cannons. Yeah, there you go. Um yeah, broadly, I think that, like, Emperor's Children's really good. I'm going to keep playing them, obviously. I think they're great. I think they're great for me specifically as well, which goes a long way. Um, but I definitely think they're not as strong as Creations. Creations are crazy, <laughs> uh, especially on, like, less reps and less practice. Like, you have more control as Emperor's Children, right? Like, you have you don't have to die to have your stuff happen. But there's way less agency on your opponent's side when you're playing Creations. So, there's you know, a little bit of one, a little bit of the other. It depends. Um, word bearers are also super strong and kind of just waiting in the wings. They're as other things get nerfed, if word bearers don't get hammered, they will be the most powerful build in the book. Um, but I'm very curious to see how that gets handled. Yeah, I played against Bale, Baleful Icon and 28 possessed 15 Terminators. Uh, and it's just like, oh, if I hadn't, if I wasn't playing specifically Terminators, I don't think I could have killed it. Like, just oh, yeah. It would take you forever, even like even then, right? That's yeah, like even with nids, it's not hard. No, yeah. this was nerf nids. Oh, okay. Uh, but it's just like, yeah, okay, you just can't deal with harpies. Okay, cool. I guess I just do win this game. It will never be huge, but it ended up being huge because the tyrant overperformed. But right, uh, that's the game where uh, the tyrant went in with his uh, eight attacks, put eleven hits on the squad of possessed and ten wounds. Right, and yeah, then he failed nine good. out of ten, nine out of ten four ups. Yeah, and then everybody. <laughs> Yeah, it's got yeah, a fully buff possession just evaporated it's like okay that that doesn't happen on average ever again yeah, that, yeah that's sad yeah like there's a lot in the csm codex that i'm broadly excited to do and try but until they until emperor unless emperor children takes a hit i don't see myself playing something else um Abaddon is a just a really really fun data sheet too yeah he's a really good time to use i honest to god i don't think he should be much more than he currently costs um I th because he's not quick, and to make him quick, you have to spend a CP, and you can only do it I'd once per game. Probably even just say that you can't use that strat if you're not running like full black. Like, just don't give him the black legion strats if you're not running a black legion army. Yeah, and, like, if I was gonna hit anything on him, I think it's fine. Like, I don't even mind that. Yeah. I think honestly, you remove can... a huge portion of the skill cap with him when you do that. Then he's just like, I am man, move forward, make smash. 
which yeah. you know Agreed. i i just don't like that's not the way I, I would like to see him nerfed if anything like point him up a bit or like move things around but like don't nerf the part where good players get to show their skill expression yeah i just want i i'm not oh, sure about bad. it specifically in chaos knights for him on that front like having access to that in chaos knights is a little rough but six and three twos yeah um yeah i don't broadly think that chaos knights with abaddon is better than just taking a big knight so no matter uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah i think kiss machines are in a fine place okay. they're a good army they're not mental they have some cool builds some good players are doing things with them creations of bio will get hit because it's a negative play experience to borrow a sigmar term like it's just not yeah. interesting to play against uh it's very no, it just sucks you, you gotta punch them and then you die you're like no, or you don't kill them because it's you know it's our contempt shit right so yeah sometimes you just bounce yeah that stuff is i think csm are in a really good spot like they're fairly well balanced they're not crazy overperforming. good players are doing well with them most players are not <laughs> like i think they're good most players don't do well with anything with everything to be fair yeah but like that's not true for certain things um shall we do knights and then kind of move on to the thing i think people will want to hear about which is the new demons codex oh yes sure which version of knights would you like to cover probably real knights just because we talked about chaos knights a little bit already yeah they are the fuck around and find out of the meta uh imp knights are interesting the oops all guns tyrannus build obviously still really good uh our boy jeremy just blasted people for six straight rounds with that five on one with a 90 point draw yeah yeah just massacring nerds with the the oops all guns die please list calculated targeting just shouldn't exist as a strategy like nope. i will die they on that just, hill that strategy should, should not exist yep that probably should just get flat stricken out of the book but it's too late now it's there uh what do you <laughs> i think don't know lance, man new gw man yeah maybe the lance is interesting to me but i have a really hard time understanding how i want to do it the way harrison did it was fine it did really well but like it was powerful in wtc so like there's always that asterisk yeah. on wtc results obviously yeah. that list is really strong like i don't think that like they're, you're within a tolerance of that build being pretty much the best you can do right like you might tweak about like a, a, a free blade trait or two Maybe you decide you want the full the full squad of three on hundreds of beats instead of the two and the one split. Like whatever, right. who give who really cares? Like yeah, you are literally shuffling death chairs on the Titanic. There, I did see someone take um, Moirax with the Grav Pulsar or whatever it's called. That gun is real scary when your armor save is good. It's just D six shots, which is a little sus, but like, yeah, and knights don't have the mitigation on that that you used to have in the old codex when you had like the. Roll two dice, pick the highest, and stuff like that. Obviously, well, in Freeblade Lance, it's not too bad because you could take them as a uh, unremitting. I think it is, which is uh, like they count your targets as double models for blast. Oh, that's be... that's pretty nice. Yeah. So, so yeah, you get blasted three or more. Yeah, exactly. So you're you know min three shots on each of them. That's pretty good. And then there's a lot of stuff running around with six more models now. So yeah, and if stuff has six models, obviously those do just have twelve shots. Yeah, so that's uh, heavy D6, strength 6, minus 3, 2 damage, blast, 24 inch range. 
And then uh, if the mortal has a save characteristic of three more, damage characteristic of three. Yeah. Once you're, uh, you can chump some Terminators with that. Yeah, I, I'm not sure how I feel about that compared to Helverins for... I don't know, I feel like I just prefer Helverins. You get the extra strength, you trade out a point of AP for the three damage always. Um, yeah, but there's definitely, definitely AP definitely, is a big deal though, right? Yeah, it, it is. There's definitely value to both. But obviously, hundreds of these Helverins are ridiculous, so just play those. But take both, right? Yeah, exactly. If you feel like you need more shooting. Uh, Armagers are... And you you could even run like one with uh, with graviton and one of the fists, but their fists are just not very good, are they? Their, their melee weapons are garbage. I wouldn't even bother. Yeah, no, not a fan. So yeah, definitely a thing you can do. Um, they also get heroic, which is cute. You can just bog stuff down with them. But yeah, those uh, once those knights have buffs, then that build specifically they're giant assholes. That shit is real annoying. Yeah, free build land specifically um, letting you stack up the 4 plus invulnerable save from Herald with the minus 1 damage on stuff like Strike and Shield um, free blade armigers is a very much a pain in the backside because they're then minus 1 damage, can't be held better than 4s in combat, can potentially buff their armor save to 2 plus. Um, and yeah. Notably making one permanent turn. Yeah, one, one permanent turn with minus 1 damage, but you're going to have like 4 active by turn 2. Um, yep. Very, very difficult to deal with. Uh, Transhuman, transhuman, transhitman, uh, minus one damage for affordable save armagers. Yeah, real long. It's a lot, it's a lot to eat. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm a, big, I'm a big fan of the night builds. Um, they're very, very interesting to play against as well, uh, except for calculated targeting, which can die in a fire. Um, yeah. Yeah, that'll do. Let's talk. Chaos Demons. Uh, for the, for Brother the rest of the meta, there are lots of other factions that you can play right now. I don't think many of them are super terrible. Um, in fact, most of them have things you can do. Um, I, even stuff like Guard have are showing up some decent results. Uh, a guy went 5-1 and one with a Hellhammer, specifically tuned into being Tyranids. So there are things you can do with the weaker factions right now. You should definitely consider looking into them. Um, Goonhammer uh, have a stats website. It's just 40k stats. Uh, same as it always used to be when the, when it was just the Falcon running it, it's not being hosted by Gunhammer. You can check out faction lists. They track everything that's done well at tournaments. Go and have a look. There will be something that you can play at the moment. I don't think there's any factions unless you're one of the 6th edition or one of the 8th edition Space Marine supplements. If you're one of those, I'm really sorry. Your book is just awful. Uh, unless Hands. you're like Salamanders or Iron Hands, where you have a thing you can do. Um, <laughs> the other four, I'm really sorry, buddy. There, there is nothing for you, Mr. Imperial Fist. Um, I think Raven Guard had their best performance of the edition this weekend, though. They dropped a 4 and 1. So, like, you know, there's things you can do. Just be a better player than your opponents. It's much easier than, you know, rewriting your gold Or just go first a bunch of games in a row if you're Raven Guard. You can definitely just still scam people with go first Raven Guard builds. That definitely it's so, works. It's so funny. Yeah. So, yeah, I, so, yeah. What if, what if I built a good list and you're like, what if I deployed 30, 30 Vanguard veterans on your deployment line? Yeah, 30 Van Vets and, like, Assault Marines. Fuck you. Like, just everybody's in. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, there's things you can do. You can always, if in doubt, just try a scam build. It'll probably work half the time. Uh, and if and that's do, better than your win rate, probably. <laughs> it definitely is. Um, yeah, so that's that's broadly thoughts on the meta right now. What are you, where do you, where do you stand on, like, so I, I said at the beginning, I think it's generally less fun than the end of Knockland was. Uh, what do you think? Oh, it's definitely less fun than Knockland. I'm still like basically where I was at the beginning where I expected this to be less fun because I can do less things and I can do less things and it is less fun man I think it's broadly oh, more fucking... balanced yeah sure 
Like it's probably more balanced in the way that Sigmar is more balanced and that like 50% of the time someone goes fucking twice in a row. So the win rates are lower, but whatever. I don't care about like necessarily just that stuff's more balanced. I care about why it's more balanced. Um, You know, if half the games my opponent like walked up and punched me in the jaw. Yeah. I would probably lose significantly more as well, but like ideally I would not have that happen. You know, like the, I just don't like the way that Nephilim got there really frustrates me. The game is broadly more balanced and I do see more things at tournaments, but God, Oh fucking God. If I had gotten to play CSM and Nachman, dude, the amount of like opening up of that book and like how many more legions would work and be good and how many more builds there would be. Ugh. like, yeah, I think like, uh, in general, the factions took a big data slate change right before Nephilim. So we can't really even be sure that this is just Nephilim, right? Like, I don't know. Frustrating. Glark, Glark Frustrating. makes a good point. I think it seems more balanced because the factions are more balanced, which is true. Uh, like Necrons being probably the one exception, which they are specifically powerful because of Nephilim changes, uh, where everybody right. else has less CP. They have this. They have as many as they've ever needed, uh, and they have the new secondaries. Everything else, yeah, like the Nits changes, like took the took a little bit of edge off. Not enough, obviously. Sisters change it, like sisters got a couple points drops and then everything else is just kind of slotted into place and fairly reasonably and then the nephilim changes are here to stick around i despise this mission pack i don't understand why there's like half the missions that are different deployments are unplayable for whatever reason like recover the relics has its awful awful um cp restriction restriction. um yeah cp restriction the Conversion has a terrible CP restriction. I think that's still one of the more playable missions, but it's very easy to score points and it's like as easy as all priority targets. Uh, probably easier to be honest, uh, which is awful. There's um, I will abandoned say that, sanctuaries, uh, which just shuts, which just is a bad mission because it shuts down so much of what makes the game interesting. <sighs> yeah, I just that, that's my problem with the pack. Anyway, let's demons because. I'm gonna otherwise I'm gonna sit here and whinge about missions again. Uh, I'll do that on Twitter later. It's fine. Actually, I'll yeah, maybe just do, do a bonus episode where I just complain about all, I complain about like three things from every mission that piss me off. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I will say that I do agree that, that re- removing to the last was good. I do miss stranglehold. I think that stranglehold was good, like objective design. You should be rewarded for trying to engage on the objectives. But at any rate, um, demons. Demons are interesting. So this is as good a time to talk about this as any. Uh, I think next weekend, it's looking like I'm going to have an entire weekend where I play with TJ Lonigan, who is a renowned Demons player. I would probably argue that outside of like specifically CSM itself, he's the most well-rounded and best Chaos player in North America. Um, if you want to dispute that, I invite you to try and look at anyone else that's done as well as he has with T-Sons. Um, the... So next weekend, we're going to have like a, an entire weekend where we do playtesting and try and break the Demons book. Uh, the result of this last time we did it was that he we essentially like broke Drukari. So we, we got it backwards last time. But I think that in general, we'll probably come out of that with several functional builds. Some of them will likely involve T-Suns. Um, for those that don't know, there is a T-Suns combo right now with Zinch that's pretty cracked. I it works like straight up it does. So until someone tells me it doesn't, do you want to do you want to tell us what the combo is? Because we, we found this with we found this when Imperial Knights dropped. Uh, because we were looking at it, like yeah. there's only there's only one witchfire and it's not great. 
Uh, so we ended up just yep. not going anywhere. But Thousand Suns, um, Thousand Suns, Chaos Demons, a better one. Do you want to run us through the broad yeah. of it, or do you want me to do it? Uh, I can do it. So the way, so Thousand Suns, so Zinch Demons have two really good mortal wound generating spells, right? There's Infernal Gateway, which is D3 mortal wounds to a target and every unit within three inches of it. And then there's Bolt the Change, which is nine dice. And on every five up, you take a mortal wound. And for every model that you kill, you take a mortal wound in addition. Um, so those are both super duper strong mortal wound generating spells. Thousand Suns have a Cabal Ritual that allows you to recast a spell that a different Psyker attempted. Uh, Witchfire. Specifically, specifically. A, specifically a Witchfire, yep. Yep. Yeah, so, so you can double works. cast Infernal Gateway or Bull of Change is the bullshit. Yep. That. And the way, the reason this normally would not matter, and it's any Psyker in your army, so it's not Thousands Unlocked. Now, normally, having Cabal Rituals would be Thousands Unlocked, right? That's their mono mechanic. But because demons changed, and you can take a certain amount of Zinch demons and keep your mono mechanic in Thousand Suns, you can double cast these powers in Thousand Suns. It is real strong. Uh, if you expose two to three characters to Thousand Suns with the setup, they will kill two to three characters. If you clump a bunch of stuff around a single unit, they might just end all of it. Um, you the can other thing genuinely drop is that... 12 mortal wounds on a target. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Without, like, even too much question. Um, and that's before the other stuff. Like, it gets very out of hand very quickly. Um, like Glark said, like, the... Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it might be, but until then, like... I think broadly this, this will get, I think, huge. This is the kind of stuff that won't stick around. This feels like a, a keyword abuse so. that, they will, that they will get rid of. Um, I don't think it should stick around. It's just kind of uninteresting I don't, in a lot of ways as well. I don't, I don't hate it, right? Like, I don't broadly think souping Zinch in 2000 Suns is that strong. Um, and this gives you a reason. I mean, you only have to add in, like, cool. a change. You only have to add, like, what, a change caster and a squad of the it It's not a change, change caster and, like, a. I mean, you could do it with a squad of blues if you were feeling real low. But, like, yeah, there's value there over top of that. But, like, I don't know. I just think it's cool. Like, I don't... I'm way more on the, like, let it get crazy spectrum. You're probably right for in terms of, like, what this actually should look like um, and how this will get ruled. Like, I would I would doubt oh, very the, heavily that the, the WTC isn't going to just murder this immediately for their FAQ, right? That is also very like I, I'm probably on the perspective of none of the Witchfires they gave Thousand Suns were particularly creatures for this because they were balanced around it. And I doubt Chaos... I doubt the Thousands... The, Zinch Demons spells were balanced around this existing, so that kind of creates that question mm -hmm. of really, are you sure that this is what you meant? Right. So yeah, let's do fair. let's do quick hits. What are five DHs people should be looking at for chaos for chaos demons right now? Uh Bellicor, Scarbrand, the Bloodthirster with a wound gate, a feel no pain, and the ability to heal or the ability to ignore wound gates. Um Bloodletters and flamers probably because people are freaking out about them even though i don't think they're that crazy flamers are just a very so i would say bloodletters are just a very good trip choice they're you know 130 points yep. for a decent amount of attacks yeah, coming out of the sky that you can buff up yep uh flamers are just a lot of rules for 25 points like are a lot of data sheet for 25 points uh you get a three promotable save against range yes they'll die in melee who cares like you know just 
you're going to have to accept casualties somewhere. Uh, they have a decent amount of flamer attacks. They're very consistent with the plus three shots. They have a decent bit of AP. Uh, there's probably a build out there that's like uh, Bellacore uh, to give them the ability to teleport and a load of change with like the Aura Mortals. Uh, every time you take Mortals, you take more Mortals on the two plus with Gateway and like 18 flamers mm-hmm. that just fall out of the sky at you and just say, here is my Alpha Strike. Can you deal with this? And you can't shoot me back because it's all through portal saves or you can, but it's going to take a while. Um, like that's yep. the kind of thing uh, that you'll be looking at. I think that's definitely a build you can look at. And then you still get another couple hundred like a couple what, 800 points to supplement that with whether you want yeah, scar round or anything a few points after that actually <laughs> yeah you get a, you get a lot of stuff for your points in demons when you only take the good data sheets if you don't take the good data sheets you don't get a lot of points uh because yeah. the reason they're not good data sheets is because they're overpointed about like expensive. yeah if you think i i'm it's not a like a super fair comparison but if you compare like um terror of warriors like the 25 point terror of warriors to a flamers each they're fairly similar resilience wise against specifically shooting uh and the flamers have really good damage output for range uh while being able to fall out the sky so they have a very different obviously very different threat profiles but it's you're looking at that same kind of it's a very hard to kill at range that you're going to have to engage with melee if you're having to engage with it in melee you're walking into bellicorn scar round range um yep. which i think just creates a very interesting dynamic for for chaos demons um this is actually everything else seems kind of probably terrible. why this is exactly why I have flamers in the list that I wrote in the mixed list. Yeah. Which is Kill bad uh, I said that, turn one. Yep. Yep. To help with warp locust yep. deep strike turn two, which is like a great cascade effect. Yeah. There are also assault weapons. You can advance them with um you can uh, advance them, you can teleport them with the Bellicor spell, and I think the, the Zinch teleport is character only, right? Yeah, it's character um, only. Just the auto teleport. So you can use it on Bellacor though. So you know, uh you can you can fix that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, some of the big gotcha stuff is that their deep strike can be leadership based if they're mono. So they can if deep strike. If you're in neutral specifically. What? It has to be in the. Oh, outside their DC. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, if it's in the DC. So in their DC, Demons deep strike three away, just straight up in their deployment zone always. Otherwise, in yep. neutral, they can either deep strike within six of a warp locust, so wholly within six, uh, like the entire model's base. Soul grinders really struggle with that. Just watch for that. Uh, if there's any terrain, it can be a real pain for soul grinders if people try to run those. Um, yep. Otherwise, they can deep strike. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, they can deep strike based away from your leadership. So if you're leadership eight, they deep strike eight away. If you're leadership eleven, they deep strike nine away because it's capped at nine, obviously, and it goes down as low as three. So if you're playing, ter- if you're playing turrets, screening with Fabricants is going to suffer. You're going to suffer real bad as they deep strike yep. four inches away from you, and uh, all will make the charge of the two hundred engagement controls. Uh, <laughs> Yep. Yeah, it's worth noting that demons have an any minus one leadership, and they can make it minus two using the warp storm thing. So, yeah, it can get a, uh, it can get a little loony. You got to be careful. Yeah, when they come in with warp locus, it's within six of the warp locus and more than six away from the enemy specifically. Yeah, so they can they are almost yeah. always going to be able to get six away. They will broadly into most armies get like seven or eight away pretty comfortably into almost anything yeah. and then if they can get closer to you with something so like flavors for example can pop that um pop that advance get within six of you to trigger the minus one aura for the demons leadership debuff and then go from there one yeah. thing to note, note is that the warp manifestation rules so the leadership deep strike is goes away in soup where but warp locus does not um so they can't do the leadership yeah. based on deep striking away if they're taking them as allies in someone else 
Um, so you can't do that. Like I know some people are looking at like soul grinders. I keep mentioning them for uh, because they're a fairly interesting option for like thousand sons of death guard. Uh, they can't do that with those. They would only be able to do warp locus or regular deep strike. Yeah, the in general like the demons stuff is like big brick o stats get hit real hard. Like the there's not a lot of special rules. There's not a lot of like fuckery that happens. But like all those greater demons are twenty wounds or more. They have saves you can't ignore. Like, mortal wounds are money against demons, but, like, it's a bit rough to get some of these casts off against, like, the plethora of denies a lot of these bolts will have. So, like, like, if you can, like, you know, do mortal wounds with shooting or melee, it's real good. Knights, calculated targeting, real bad for demons. Oh, don't fuck around and find out with Scarbrand's no fallbacks. Because if Scarbrand gets into something that you, that you can just be hit with, Three dice roll, three dice roll to get away, and then also a four up roll to get away, uh, and also yeah, there's a lot of multiple things from the corn four up. They, you have you have to roll for each unit you fall back from. So getting tagged by multiple corn units can be real bad. Um, so watch for that as well. Yep. The last one uh, yes, is Lord's probably leadership manipulation would work with that. Uh, it would. Oh no, it wouldn't. Uh, you'd be souped. Yeah, you'd be souped. So it, it would stack. No, but it was for getting you below the wound, the gate threshold for nightmares plus wounded wound, right? They would stack. Oh, sure. Yes. I think he was asking. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. But like Bellacor has like a minus two leadership aura. So that's reasonably useful. Um, yeah. No. Also, that Bellacor's Noctic power spells are no longer locked to play in the Army of Renown uh, for other psychers besides Bellacor. So you can get access to the teleports and the fight last spell uh, without having to play. Yeah, just by including him. Um, yeah. I don't know. It seems like a fairly fun book. Uh, it'll it's a very different avenue um, for the game. Um, yeah, the list is fun. Like, there's not a lot of stuff. That's just, yeah, there's not it's a lot not of list. Just, like, a thousand points game. falls out of the sky. Yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> there's gonna be a lot Let, of like, I'm playing. Here's half my army. Can you kill it? No. Cool. Smack. <laughs> yeah, and then go to list as of right now for demons. Um, obviously, I, I've not played much with the book, or I've played like nothing of the book, but I've played around with lists a bunch. Anthony, I, I think you're in a similar boat. Like you played a game with some of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, so no, we're still one kind game of semantic. Some of it actual game. Yeah. So we're kind of still semantic list ideas. My broad strokes thoughts are like Valakor, Scarbrand, uh, the Woundgate, Five of Healer Pain, Heal on Things, uh, Bloodful Thurster, Skull Taker, 30. Demon and then like 30 uh, less demons, like 20, 20 letters, 10 pinks. I think I had, or 30, 30 horrors, 10 pinks, and then like two squads of five flamers. Uh, and it's like broadly in that spectrum. Yep, uh, that sounds right. I remember playing like basically the same thing. Yeah, it just it's just the good data sheet stapled together with some neat tricks. Like, yeah, you get a lot of ignoring vulnerable saves out of the corn stuff. Um, the Zinch is the only real way I'm to get shooting. And Bellacor, yeah. yeah. Um, the Bellacor, it's worth noting, he gives real ones to, like, demons flat. Like, he gives Scarbrand real ones to hit, so that's pretty hot. Uh, and Scarbrand gives him an extra attack, so, like, together, that's pretty scary. Yeah, and uh, they're both warp locusts for each other, if that's something you care about. Uh, I don't recommend yep. deep striking your Bellacor, but... Don't do that. <laughs> Bellacor is, like one of the few things that can walk across the board, I would maybe consider it against knights. Yeah, if you're playing against, like, Imperial Knights, then sure. 
put what you can That's on the ground to hide. And then, yeah, try and jump up there with something yeah. and hope for the best. Knights is like, start your blood letters on the board. They can hold objectives at least. Yeah. And that's it. Uh, I think the Bellacore Army Renown is bait right now. It might There might be some like wacky 30 possessed 18 flamer build because you can get full roll to hit possessed. And that's always like, you know, that's a thing to look at. But uh, past that, I don't think it's super crazy. No, the Bellacore Captain Aura was core for uh, disciples, but not for demons, if I'm not mistaken. I'd have to look at it again. That's been a minute. Um, no Slanesh or Nurgle yeah Slanesh is okay and Nurgle is like just seems like garbage um, I don't know what they what happened there Nurgle but... has one insanely good day sheet in Ridiculous Slimux and like nothing else Yeah, Slimux has so many rules and that terrain ability is really good uh, especially on GW terrain and then nothing else in that entire book is I don't know again I think Nurgle Soul Grinders are pretty funny um yeah. That's all I got. Sweet. I all right, dude. Nurgle action interference. Oh, uh, you should run Nurglings in Bellagor Army of Renac because they're, uh, they get obsec there where blues don't. Uh, it's the only place you can get obsec on them. Do they get obsec? Uh, they get obsec because um, Bellacor does just gives troops obsec. Uh, blue blue Horrors uh, have a specific rule on the day. Yeah, that's they don't get it. it. Yeah, but yeah, uh, Nurglings yeah. don't have that. So that's the only, you can still get obsec Nurglings in Bellacor specifically. That's kind of cute. Okay. It's okay. Um, it's better than cultists, so... Ah, my cultists have obsec. No, but I mean, like, it's better than cultists in the Bellicore army for now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, you have to run Nurgle data sheets anyway, right? So... Yeah, that's true. Um, so you may as well make them opposite Nurglings. Mm -hmm. Uh, oh, I like the... And Bellicore army and I gets the Corvax Knight for, um, zero CV, which is cool. God, I hate that thing, but yes, that's fair. It, it, I don't think it's good, but it gets it. You can definitely that's true. do it, is, it. It is there. The main thing is you can have a second big thing with Bellacore that doesn't cost you 3CP now like it used to, so you at least can create that little bit of extra threat. The problem is big knights are not great, but... Yeah, I'm taking a dominant dude. An infernal <laughs> abominant. You'd, you'd probably take a Magera, right? I guess. I'm not happy about any of those options, man. <laughs> cool, right. We're going to leave it there. We're going to briefly talk about the UKTC and the Unconquerable, and then we're going to jump onto questions. Let's go. So, do you want to give the news on your travels? So, I wanted a big event to go to for November, and I was looking at flying down to Warzone Atlanta, and then I was like, isn't there a UK event around that same time? And as it turns out, flying to the UK at around that same time is nearly the same cost as flying to Atlanta, which doesn't make any sense to me, but whatever, who cares? Um, so, I am like 99% that I'm going to be going to Coventry. Woo! Party! Uh, so I get to see all my Euro homies again, which will be great, because I love all those guys, and it's included. Um, and yeah, it'll be really good to see everybody again and play a nice long event. So you talked to me about the UKTC, bro. I haven't done any of these events. I've just played on the boards once or twice. Yeah, so um, I'm going to talk about it because I'm doing the Unconquerable Invitational this weekend. Uh, so UKTC is a UK-focused tournament circuit, as you might have guessed from the name. Uh, that's, in fact, what it stands for. Um, it is the event series that runs the LGT, so the underground tournament that's coming up in slightly over a month, which is, very, uh, in fact, a month today, basically, uh, <laughs> which is vaguely terrifying because I don't know what I'm playing for that yet, but that's fine. Oh, come on, you know what you're playing. Yeah, Corvax. Yeah. Um, <laughs> How dare you? 
Um, so yeah, we will. Um, so I will be doing some coverage on that probably on Twitter, and I'll do probably a postmortem one here as well. Um, so the UK event series broadly, it's uh, run by a guy called Zach Becker who has been doing LGT for a few years. Uh, you may remember him for such fiascos as all of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if there's been a UK TO fiasco, it's probably been Zach recently. Uh, but unfortunately, that's one of the downsides of being a high profile event is everybody gives a shit. Uh, so if you put polystyrene on the boards, people talk about it. Um, but he's yeah, run a fair few of them now. They're all running the, the, the two-day Super Major format. So it's five games and then a cut to top two, uh, top four. Um, oh, God. Don't read <laughs> chat right now. Um, so, yeah, there's been, I want to say, like, ten of them now. Like, Leicester, Coventry, Manchester, Newcastle. A bunch of those. Uh, so I managed, I managed to win two of those. So I got my invite to Unconquerable, which is for everybody who's gone 5-0 and one of those events over the last year or so. So since uh, last LGT. Uh, so there's 24 of us going to that. I'm taking Gene Circult. I'm playing Eric Latharis's wonderful, wonderful, that I have definitely playtested uh, Gene Circult list from WTC, which is 24 bikes, six wolf quads, two big squads of seismic cannon, neophytes, some scoring, and three rock rangers. And it's just janky, shooey bullshit, and I'm quite looking forward to trying it out properly. <laughs> uh, my first game is against the Hull Down Baneblade, which is going to be great. I get to use my patented deployment method of Pick up a pile of blips, chuck them in the air, walk away, go to the bathroom with the chest clock on my opponent. Uh, yep, that's pretty much right. That's how you deploy GSC. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, the UK, the format for the events is broadly it pushes you to go really high on battle points because unfortunately, with the seven rounds maximum, the cut to top four doesn't always include everybody who's undefeated. It has a few of them, unfortunately. Any but any of the go above 128, it doesn't include everybody, unfortunately. So there's always a little bit of a yeah, you're always pushing for like, you know, the 90, 95 point wins. The joke at LGT was you couldn't pick scramblers because you'd cap yourself at the 485 over. Uh, or you, So it was like, no, 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 no man. I'm just not going to pick scramblers at all this tournament. Uh, and I think the lowest I, top, four, top four LGT was like 470 battle points across five games. Dude, so, if I'm the fifth man and I'm undefeated and it cuts it four above me, that's cool, man. Like, that's fine. Like, <laughs> Well, that's how Brian won. Brian, uh, Brian S. I'm not doing his surname. Brian uh, of my team uh, won his one. He was in sixth. He was in fifth place, but second and third had to go. <laughs> Powerful. Yeah, so he got to play, um, and that's happened a few times. Um, usually doesn't result in the winner uh, winning, um, but it has a couple times. I, I don't love that part of the format. I think they should probably just cap it at 128. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Uh, I liked winning a 173 player tournament. So, yeah. So, that yeah, is uh, cool. it is what it is. Um, so, yeah, the event series, the train is broadly pretty dense. I would say there's a couple of missions that are a little lighter, a couple of missions that are a little heavier, like just the way it tends to pan out. Uh, they're using like six of the, like six decently sized, like seven inch by five inch uh, um, ruins. Two of them have like four of them on each portal have windows four of them won't so eight actually i can count and then two big nine by nine like three story they're like nine by nine by nine um l's which are usually uh in your deployment zone or very occasionally yeah. like half in your deployment zone half out your deployment zone those missions are the ones where it tends to be lighter or the ones where they're yeah. like in the back corner and you're playing don't know where to and you're playing diagonal deployments yeah. can be a little those, lighter uh, those super l's are how you hide like knights and mortarian and such 
Yeah, right. absolutely. You cannot hide a harpy in one, unfortunately, uh, which people find out to their misery as the little, fucking little swing spike sticks out just like half a millimeter. They're like eleven and a half inch wingspan, and the just enough to like get clapped is what across. Yeah, just, just yeah. enough. That, like, you can hide on an angle from some things, but you're not. You can't hide a harpy, uh, which people have wrongly called out. Unlucky. You need like two two of the WCLs that are like staggered in the right way to hide a harpy. Uh, ain't no other way. Um, but yeah, I broadly, uh, since the LGT update, uh, some people may remember there was the LGT finals, which was Alex Harrison against uh, Malik, uh, Amon Rubio, where Malik just went first with planes and deleted Alex's army because there was nowhere to hide. Um, since and then, then they it. have, yeah, you can see it on turn one because it was like, this is game four today, let's go home, um, which I yep. think was probably the right call. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they upped the train from there. I believe they added four ruins to each board from there and pulled off the pretty useless... Um, there was like a, a, a hill stack or something like that. That got pulled off. They put an extra an extra two or four ruins on the board. And since then, I probably really like them. I think the mission for 22 or the corners deployment still needs work. But other than that, hands on hand head, I would say it's probably my second return format. Uh, and it'll be a good time. So if you're coming down to them, check it out. It's really good fun. Um... There's no, there's not usually streams of that. There will be streams for LGT. Uh, I think there's going to be, there's going to be a bunch of coverage for Unconquerable as well. Uh, so I will uh, post about that in the Discord and all that good stuff. Uh, speaking of, let's wrap it up uh, and then we're going to go into questions. So this is StatCheck. Uh, thank you very much for everybody for being with us so far. Uh, if you have enjoyed it, you can help us out in a few ways. You can either drop us a like, a comment, uh, or subscribe on YouTube, which is really, really helpful for us. It helps us with discoverability. It helps us make it look like we have a community, which we do. And we uh, really appreciate all of you guys. Uh, so drop a comment. We do our best to reply to all of them. Uh, even if you go back and respond on a, on a older, post on an older episode, we get we get the ping notifications. Uh, I'm going to have to turn off subscriber notifications now because first one problems we're getting too many of them, and they're clogging up my they're clogging up my uh, clogging up my note my phone. Um, so thank you everybody for giving me a reason to turn off notifications. Uh, you can also support us at patreoncom statcheck where you can get access to all sorts of things, whether that's watching Anthony start his math lessons next week. Um, oh, which man. I'm sure he's really looking forward to. Uh, or you I can think... just for us get access to some bonus content uh, and also access to the Patreon Discord where you can ask questions even if you can't make it live to the show. Uh, what we Our most recent piece of bonus content was an interview with Sam from Team Canada uh, with the surname that I'm not going to try to pronounce because it will make me sad Procopio. if I get it wrong because I really like Sam. Sam Procopio, there you go. Yeah. Um, which where we where Anthony went through all of his cool Blood Angels stuff. I actually haven't watched it yet because I've been busy painting Chiesi. Um, But yeah, so uh, check that out. That will probably be going live for everybody in another week or so. Uh, but for now, if you want to see that, that is a Patreon exclusive. Uh, so yeah, check that out for us. Uh, otherwise, thank you everybody for being here. Uh, the last thoughts where you can support the show is just by listening. Drop by the drop by the live stream, comment in the chat, anything like that. We really appreciate everybody. Uh, we know not everybody can help uh, or not everybody can support or wants to support. We appreciate you all anyway. Thank you very much for being with us. Uh, as we are now eight episodes in, which means we've been doing this for two months, which is terrifying. Uh, Hadar, you're not uh, Hadar, you're not going to be able to leave a link in the chat, I believe. But um, if Jeremy, if you DM it to Jeremy, I think you might be able to put it in. Uh, but we don't I don't think YouTube lets you just post links. Let's we're do questions real quick. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, and I definitely didn't mispronounce your name at all. Uh, that's not a thing. <laughs> uh, how is Frontiers anyway? 
Right, we're going to blitz through some questions because I do want to go to bed. Ooh, ooh. Oh, God, people have so many yeah, questions. Not tears this week, dude. Oh, I know, right. What stats do you and Anthony find useful when planning what to play for events? You can be honest now that Nathan's not around. That's from Brendan. <laughs> well, personally, all funny. I really want to know is what was my opponent's OGW percentage? Uh, it's very, very important to know going into it. Uh, is how many how many games my opponents opponents have won? Yeah, normally what I look at is just representation, right? I want to have an idea of what's going to be in the meta, so that like I don't accidentally just scam myself into like garbage picks that aren't relevant. Um, like as an example, now I have to do a bunch of studying on like what the UK single scene is going to look like uh, come November. So like we'll, keep an we'll eye on LGT. <laughs> yeah, I mean we'll, we'll sure, but like that's. That's like a thing I have to do now, right? I have to be prepared to yeah. go into that area because um, it is very different than what's played in America. So you're going to have to keep an eye on stuff in general. Yeah, I, I uh, yeah, have the unfortunate problem of my, my competitive play, my competitive like interaction was forged to the fires of 7th edition. Um, so I don't look at this stuff. I just vibe it, mate. <laughs> like, realistically, it's just... <laughs> I just kind of go with it. Um, I I try to interact with it a lot more, but I'm still just kind of like my brain says this is the right play, um, and then we iterate from there. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not really big on like I'll look at representation and meta percent stuff like that, but I try not to. I don't make list choices based on it. It's just kind of yeah. I mean, you make balanced decisions based on that. You don't make list choices based on the meta on that for me personally. Hot takes on the new demons. What's your favorite god and why? We've done hot takes on the new demons, but favorite god? Corn. Heavy agree. Uh, my my uh, my first three armies were Space Marines from Assault and Blackreach, Terranids, because obviously, and then Corn Demons. So, yep, and those are the three I play most. So, or the three I want to play most. In that order? Hmm. Is that the no, three you like, want to play most? The three, the three I play most. I, I most play Space Marines, Terranids, and Chaos. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, what? Why does list innovation seem to die off once a book finds a good build? Is it hobby cost, or are people just rather take the wins? Mm, I think that people... I mean, like, I am as much to blame for this as anyone. That, like, once something works... I tend to be like, hey, stop trying to do cute, crazy shit. Do the thing that works. But that's because a lot of stuff these days isn't super good at diversifying out of the game plan. <laughs> so, I don't know. That's how I feel. Like, I don't feel like a lot of ninth books in general are like, here's 400 things that work. Good luck with your wonderful ideas. It's like, hey, this is the really good thing. And then... Yeah. You can play it against other people's really good thing if you want. And here's the second choice, which is like a bike with like deflated tires and no brakes. And they're like, yeah, that'll work sometimes. Like you might just beat people in a foot race. But like, I don't know. That's how I feel about that situation. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of my single success this year was predicated on continuing to do that innovation with the Terminus book after everybody else kind of said, eh, no, we'll just do this thing. Um, like my, the, like bringing the power pod out or the power of wars in the drop pod that was just not seeing anything. It just rolling people was really good fun. 
uh, really enjoyed that. So there's definitely still aspects of it, but a lot of people just aren't good at innovating lists. Like I want to start with that. Uh, myself included a lot of the time, like you try a lot of stuff that doesn't work and trying that in a high stakes environment is risky inherently. Um, yeah, like there's nothing less, there's nothing more scary than just committing to, you know, going to a tournament like a hundred miles, a hundred miles or 400 hours or whatever your unit of measurement is for how far too far for a tournament is, uh, and being wrong on your meta read. Um, so doing something that, you know, is consistent and works is good. Like, but WC list had loads of innovation. Um, like there's lots and lots of really cool stuff that I think we're starting to see bear fruit. I think blood angels lists are just forever changed. Um, from 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 post WTC because Josh Roberts was like, "Oh, what if I just played Harlequins?" Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, I think you'll see a lot more of the the Harlequins builds. I don't know how much of that is innovation or how much of that is just a broadening of a meta read or yeah. a build coming back. But I don't know. There's there's still a lot of a lot of cool stuff to find. Um, also, yeah, too, it's just like, sunk cost, right? You've already started playing this build, like you have experience on it. Why why rock the boat? At a personal level, too, I find that. In my never-ending quest for improvement, uh, I like it when I have a list tuned to such a point that I know that it's good, that I can know that the failure points in the list are me. So I could be like, hey, I messed this thing up. I can just not do that again in the future and it'll be good. Whereas I find a lot of the times that people hunting for list innovation are like, oh, well, I was trying this thing. So clearly it wasn't me that made a mistake, <laughs> which is like its own bucket of issues. But like in general, I for the opposite reason, tend to stick to what I know is good and being like just executing it really well over and over and over again. Yeah. And it's obviously, it's easier to innovate with strong books. Like there was always the, when I was innovating with Leviathan list, there was a core of, I'm still playing third. I'm still playing double harpy, double dire. Yeah. 1600 like, points. There's, of there's only so much life. I need to give a shit about. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, when you're trying to get the super major wins, that's what you have to do. Right. So I guess there's just, there's aspects of that. Uh, that always come in. So it's a really good question. It's a really interesting one. You could probably do. We could probably do a full hour on that one on why oh, list yeah. innovation doesn't doesn't work. So we'll put that in the bucket of things to do when I have a sleep schedule that works. Yeah. How do you break down or study a new book in Codex? Slash, what is your process? Jesus, Sam, do you want me to go to bed today? <laughs> do you want to start? Uh, no, go for it. I've just been talking. Okay, so my usual, when I first get a book, uh, I tend to hunt for good transports, actually, is one of the first things I look at. This is definitely a byproduct of me playing Drukhari as my faction that I played, like, on the way up. Uh, but transports and the way that they break up interaction, like, um, activation efficiency is crazy good. So anytime I get a new book, one of the first things I look at is, like, is there a functional transport build with this? ideally a little bit melee focused but past that i tend to just do the skim for like the ninth mechanics trans hitman <laughs> no rerolls minus one damage feel no pains ignore involves ignore involves ignore gates gates damage three in abundance high ap that sort of stuff and then i kind of work backwards from there um and as many things hit those boxes on my way through the book great as many things don't tend to get pulled and i'll look at them later um but like a lot of another thing that I've noticed that Games Workshop isn't always great at catching is buff stacking efficiency. So it tends to be a thing I look for because that tends to be good right out of the gate uh, when you just slam a whole bunch of buffs on one thing and then make it really good. Um, ideally, in a way that I can cycle those buffs through multiple units rather than making a Death Star that then eventually dies because it's ninth edition and shit dies. 
Um, I try and have them work across multiple units or have like multiple ways of working. But yeah, that's broad. That's like generally the process I use. Yeah, that makes sense. I kind of go a slightly different avenue here, which I think is good to have. Uh, I like to look at subfaction traits as like the when I open a book, the first thing I flip to is what what does what what are the subfactions that I really want to look at here, uh, and then I work backwards from which one I think is the strongest, and then I go so like with Gene Circle, what I did was I flipped through the book and then I read the Tristan Healer's one and I stopped looking. Um, right for a little bit because this was back in february when the game was very different and i was like okay so this is really good how do i make this work and then i worked from there i went through the data sheets and i was like okay so i want i want to try these and these and how do i score and right. can i build into the last and can i build in blah 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 and all these things that you <laughs> and, I, kind of work and I, I kind of when I, whenever i try to break a book i always start by building lists and i just go through like 10 iterations on list 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 like the first thing you'll see at me when i get a book in my hand is i'll have a list within like 20 minutes Right. Uh, it's just like I just want to write something so I have an idea on paper of what to give this book looks like and then I'll just keep changing things and changing things until I find what I like you go through the route you find can you make a broken combat character can you make a character that just doesn't die can you fuck with your opponent's scoring yep. um, then you go to then you go back into the secondaries and you start thinking is there a secondary that I can build around super easily here and you try to find the little the little angles there a lot of it ends up looking the same as what Anthony's style does because you know, the stuff that's really strong with, you know, its base rules is going to be strong in the stronger sub-faction. So it's really good with the people that are actually tyrant not dying. Ooh, who'd have guessed? Leviathan's pretty good. Yep. Um, <laughs> it was the, the conversation we had when we were when we were reading the Terranids leaks. And I was like, oh, this uh, these relics seem pretty good. Oh, these relics seem really good. <laughs> oh, these relics oh. are disgusting. Hold on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of... But I, I got to it, it was like, okay, so Leviathan seems broken. What do I want to make Levi what do I want to make Leviathan? Right. Um, oh hive tyrants. Whereas you went, oh hive tyrants, what do I want to make these? Oh Leviathan. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, so you get a lot of convergence that way, but you also get lists that end up in very interesting and different ways that way. I do think that in general, when we try and write lists together, it tends to work well because we end up looking for similar things. You tend to build slightly more into durability, and I tend to build slightly more for fast, but you know, which is really weird given that I played Harpies and you didn't, but yeah, that's just one of those things. I also yeah, actually, am... I always read the aircraft rules after the HQs, so that's true. Actually, I could tell that right away because when we talked about chaos, you were on the Iron Warrior Heldrake train real fast. I was like, these seem like they could be really good, they're they're probably not that good, they're not great, uh, but they are. I taught, of, I taught of really hard on New Wind Rules, so New Wind Rules is just one of those mechanics that I go. I really, really, really want this to be good. And then yeah. so many armies don't use wound rerolls, and it just becomes not good enough. And yep. it's really hard to fit Bastion into Iron Warriors lists, which is my biggest problem. Yep. Just... You want like a million Warlord traits and relics in Chaos, and all the rules are there for you to take them, and then you run out of CP like five seconds in. Yeah, it's book. like I really, really, really want Golax and also and on, and also this Demon Prince and this D and this uh Lord Discordant and also a Buff Master Possessions and a Dark Apostle. Yeah, like, I could have played double, double Patrol and started with two CP uh, in Nephilim in uh, Nachman with this book. Oh I'd yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I would have started with like three. It would have been rough. <laughs> it's like oh, so you've got four fully buff combat characters. And then also Abaddon's Warlord trait and, and two uh, insane sergeants. <laughs> yeah, you're uh, you're just running a possessed sergeant with my black rune and a terminator sergeant with the mace. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or even at that point, I consider bikes. Like, I probably don't take them still, but I consider <laughs> them. 
<laughs> I'd think about them a little longer. Yeah. Um, I'm going to skip your second question, Sam, because I just don't have time. But if I say to flag that next week for us, and we'll take a we'll take a run of that one again. Uh, but I want to get to bed at a reasonable time, and that question will make me talk too long. <laughs> Is it pronounced scone or scone? Scone, right? I would say scone. Mm, that seems weird. That's accents. Uh, yeah. What do you think would be the best nerf to Necrons? Uh, Zane's given some options here as well, but I'm going to avoid coloring your... Put treasures in fucking Battlefield Supremacy where it belongs. Yeah, and then change. I would probably change it to 1, 2, 4. But... If it's there, I don't give a shit. Like, it could be fucking 6, 12, 8, whatever. But, like, the... I just six twelve eight. Move yeah. off some objectives if you want to score. You yeah, want to score sure. Them. Yeah, maybe. Whatever. Hold less primary, cunt. Fuck you, fucking robots. God, you can tell that I'm still wounded by what Liam did to me. Um, the yeah, I don't know how you fix them. Honestly, go back to taking one secondary for fuck's sake. Why do we get all of our factions secondary? Not get rid of all of them. No, 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 no. My book doesn't even have good secondaries, and I exactly. don't want that. Well, uh, SP, if you just go back to the start of the video, you can do that. I think if you press zero on your keyboard, it'll take you back anyway. Oh, there you uh, go. <laughs> for me, uh, I would swap a thing on Code of Combat as well. So right now, it's Noble Infantry. Just make it all the Lords, except Silent King, because Magnus can't score Wrath of Magnus. So that's stupid. <laughs> you would think of anyone. No, it's his wrath, not him himself. Mm, all right. Oh, and make fitting challenges in Eric's secondary. That's yeah, yeah. That should happen. Yes, that. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Give me back Mark for death, you cowards! Let me pick four of my enemies' units and just murder fuck them. Okay. Oh. Uh, what are you? What is your favorite dice you got from an event so far? Thank you, Mr. Typhus, captain of the Poland team. You're going to need to go close to the camera. The Giga Chad dice is very powerful. <laughs> I think... So I, I keep all my dice in a big red box uh, in the garage because I'm too scared to lose any of them because they're all precious babies to me. That's um, I just I can't do it. But I have a... I have one dice I was given, which is... I think it's one of the Honest Wargamer dice. It just has bollocks on the one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the Aussies owe me a cunt dice. Yeah, there's a, I've got lots of good dice. If you go into the Discord and you search in one of the chats, you can see a, a couple of pictures of my dice collection that I have lots and lots of dice I'm very happy with. Actually, I really like the um, the Russian 20, uh, 2018 dice, which have like... Uh, like uh, What's the, the instrument? A balalaika? Something like that? On one of the, on the ones, and then AK-47s on the twos and stuff like that, <laughs> and then like bears on the six. It's a great That's dice. Awesome. I'm, a big, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Um, and then they, they, the dice from the year after has Yuri Gagarin on the one on the six face, and my <laughs> opponent was very impressed when I knew who that was. So That's funny. Uh, but yeah, there's loads, loads of great dice from over the years. Um, we have uh, we have a team's got a dice with Yas on them for uh, from when C's existed. So you throw the dice to be Yas. <laughs> oh God, dude. Okay. Do you tailor your list to your local meta, or do you always run the list you would take to a major or GT? That's for local tournaments specifically. 
Uh, I mean, if I know TJ is going to be there, you can bet your ass I'm not taking a Psyker, but that's just generally kind of a thing I do because I really love being able to take a Bore the Witch. Um, so, yes and also no. Like, my local meta has colored my play enough that I it projects into when I play in other places, if that counts. Yeah, I just play my list unless I'm playing, like, I, I treat every event as practice. So unless I'm specifically doing, like, army in a box or we've all agreed to not go super hard at a local RDT, I just right. play what I'm playing. I don't really don't really do it too hard. Uh, can I tell you more about my Bernie? Um, he is probably asleep right now. Otherwise, I would go and get him for sitting in the doorway and let you see him. Wonderful, he's a, he's wonderful a big, boy. Big, big dog called Fergus. He is wonderful. I love him. Um, he did not rescue me, too, because he's not a rescue, unfortunately. We got him from a breeder. Because uh, yeah. it's really hard to get Bernie's Brown dogs. Uh, they're very expensive. He's a fucking hero. That dog's incredible. He, he very is. Uh, that's a question for Nathan and Cliff. So I, I, I can't moving. read it. I'm not allowed to. Yep. Uh, haven't the fuck did Dark go almost 50% last weekend? I don't know. Oh, you can read my answer to that. I think it's true. Uh, they won about half the games. I think they must have just, it must have just been Zach playing Tyranids again. Like, just beat the brakes mm. off a bunch of Tyranids with the uh, no, your warriors can't advance. Yeah, just stay still, bitch. Bang. Nids, especially Levy Nids, seem to have decided they aren't dead. What changes would you suggest to make them die for real this time and be replaced by our Jormungar lords? Agreed. Strip the transhuman. Give them yeah, I like plus one save. I like the Goonhammer suggestion to make the trans the full transhuman ranged only. Um, so they go down to mini transhuman against um, combat. That's cool. Uh, and then I would probably I would probably hit Hive Nexus up a warp charge. I know it's still going to be very castable on an eight for Terranids, but just make it give it a more give it more fail chance. Yeah, eight um, is eight is steep, dog. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And it's really good. Be... So, like, that's totally fair, but, like, whoo! Yeah, I know. But you would have to, like, you know, risk it. I would probably make overrun... Um, I think I spoke about this. I was speaking about this with somebody. Uh, I would probably change overrun. Whatever six turreted warriors is power level-wise, make it two CP if you're above that power level. So it's probably, like, power level 10 or higher. Something like that. just be two. Yeah, or just make it two. I would make it, or maybe make it two, but endless multitudes with less than fifteen or one or something like that. Like if you sure. want to use on like ten gargoyles or ten normal yeah, be my guess. Be my but on, guess. on the tyrant, it's two. Yeah, um, and then I would change the reaper to be on a wound roll of four plus instead of just on any wound roll at the very least. I would probably never more than that. I probably never more than that. But yeah, um, yeah so I mean, you at least have to make a wound roll that is not just a two plus. Um, yeah. So there is failure cases. You might choose to reroll twos and threes that are all wounds. There are already wounds to get more with the stratagems. Whatever. Like, you know, all these cool things. There's all these things you could do with it. Uh, and then I hate suggesting it, but like Zoanthropes probably need to go up like 15 points total. Um, Zoanthropes are a maybe fucking more. experience, bro. <laughs> yeah, they won't do that with overrun. Just going to be once a game. Yeah, overrun once a game would probably also just be a good change. Oh, man. I would hate that. I would much rather it be something that you could or, Make it a six-inch move, whatever. Yeah, or limit its move some once per game. I hate the once per gaming of strats. That shit drives yeah, me nuts. Me too. Unless um, it's because because fuck them. But I also want one one point off of gaunts and of terminals and hormones if you're nerfing this shit. That's those, those guys are just not good. Yeah, those builds uh, could be cool and they just aren't instead. Yeah, uh, gargles I think are fine at eight, but uh, gaunts and hormones down. I think down one is fair. I would also turret warriors. I would move them 
down five points, but put five points on Death Spitters and um, the Swords. Individually or together? Yeah. Yeah, so like put the, the base turn of back to the 25 because nobody gives a shit about turn of warriors with scything towns or rending claws. I mean they might. <laughs> you might start to if they're well, cheaper. I mean this is like commit commensurate with a Leviathan there. That's true. So like I think that's fine. Like if you're three attacks at strength six minus four versus four attacks at strength eight minus uh, strength eight two damage, yeah. um I'm less scared of a twenty-five point warrior. Especially if they've also got they've also got devourers. I guess. Um, so yeah, I would I would hit a few things, and then harpies. I, I don't I don't know how you fix harpies without making them unplayable, because like they are already so close. Maybe that's just, fine. Like, stone dead. Um, yeah, but I, I think I think the, the, there's a very real chance you just say put, put them up another twenty points, or put the venom cannons up another fifteen each. Like I don't care. I would say no, no. Uh, actually, no physiologies for aircraft would be where I would start with that. I think they should just make aircraft shit in every book. Yeah. I would I would start with no physiologies from aircraft, and if you want to go harsher, go harsher uh, yeah. with point with point snaps. But no physiologies for aircraft, I think would probably be where I would start. Yeah, I think I'm a a big fan of a thing you said long ago. Where I'd also make venom throws to get to be bad. I'd also make venom throws give out dense cover instead of minus one to hit. That's probably smart, so that people have some form of counterplay around it. Yeah. yeah so it doesn't it doesn't stack, and it can it can uh, be taken away by ignore cover mechanics. Yeah. Um. Actually, I've only just thought of that change now personally, but I would definitely do that. And then maybe just change Jormagar to be minus one day instead of dense, so that it's a, like... There's a reason to take it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and just give them back, it was back fucking adaptives, just nerf the Overwatch one. Like, yeah, man, what the fuck? I hate that change. That change was real bad. Oh, while we're at it, give luck dice back to Harlequins and nerf advance and shoot. But anyway, um, what else we got, champ? Um, do you think an overall reduction in mortal wounds of healing game would be beneficial or harmful? Very good. Very, very good. Uh, yeah. I think there should be less targeted mortals. Or less, like, do mortals to this thing. I think there's just been a lot of adding mortals in very easy ways. That, like, if you're army... Most of them are, like, three mortals, four mortals, you know? It's not, like, crazy. Yeah, and it's because everything has a Nids and Imperial Knights just say, uh, really? Yeah, but like those two specific instances could be toned down without like rolling back the rest of it. Yeah, the I think Terror Shades is probably too many mortals in the situations where it's playable. Like there's a lot of a lot of mortal wound abilities that are just very pushed for the cost. That's fair. Um, but yeah, I think that's just something they could do. Uh, and what is trying too hard on a 4K podcast to you? I don't know. I don't think that exists. I think in general. Oh, this is a weird time to take this stance, but like in general, I think people that shit on people for trying hard at things are idiots and should be mocked. Um, trying hard at things is cool. Having passion about stuff is important, and trying to do your best at something is, in general, something we as a community should be more pushing people towards doing. Uh, I really like when I play people that try really hard. I just also want them to be cool. But if someone's cool and trying really hard, and we just have a good game because we're both putting in a lot of effort, that's ideal. Uh, I hate the games where my opponent comes up to the table and is like, oh, I'm just here, you know, to screw around or whatever, and then, like, actually tries really hard. Um, that, like, fucks with me a little bit. Like, let's just be honest about what we're doing from the gate, from the jump. Uh, like, we're both here to win, right? Like, it's a tournament. It's cool that we're trying hard. You're supposed to. I'm not a huge fan of forced earnestness, where it's, like, very clear that they don't give a shit, but they're putting on that they do. Uh, I think that that can be really annoying. Uh, and the other one I really don't like is 
I don't mind if you're a bad player, a mediocre player, whatever. Uh, if you're doing engaging with the game happily and or engagedly, what I really don't like is people dressing up like something kind of garbage and being like, "This is amazing." Um, yeah, like trying to sell four ones as your list being broken or anything like that. Uh, that kind of just drives me at the wall where you're like, I don't know, it feels like you're trying to market yourself in a really annoying way. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that shit drives me up the wall. But I mean, that's not, I don't want to be specifically targeting anything. Like going for one is an incredibly impressive achievement that you should be proud of, but it doesn't, it speaks to your game, not the game. Right. Um, and I think people conflate those a little too much and that bugs me. Um, no, nobody is a be all and end all authority on 40k except obviously Mike Brown. Um, that's right, the man that makes yeah. the rules six times out of six. Um, that's right. And <laughs> Jesus, Alex, I don't know what I'm really Frontiers. <laughs> Who's Frontiers? Oh, sad. They had really, they had two really cool guests on today. You should people should watch them. Good. Um, do you have any of the back of brain concerns about how some of the weird little bits of dumbing down the Demons Codex may be signaling changes coming our way in 10th? I am not thinking about 10th edition until it happens, man. I just refuse. I don't want to do it. Also, uh, just, no, don't worry about that. Keep moving with your life. I'll probably, we'll probably do a balanced Data Slate Hopes uh, episode or bonus content or something. Uh, we'll talk about what we think should be happening at the game at the moment, but what we think is going to happen to the game at the moment is very different. Uh, I'm going to quickly green through the, the chat and then i'm i'm gonna go to bed guys i'm very sorry is there gonna be any live stream coverage of unconquerable in this i don't know if there's going to be live coverage but i do know that they're going to be recording a bunch of content i don't know if it's going to be getting edited and put up afterwards or something like that but uh, there will be something i will try and post about it in discord as much as i can uh and i'll probably post it on twitter a bunch as well uh is i mostly play imperium chaos and xenos no i mostly play space marines admec guard Imperial Knights, Chaos Knights, uh, Terranids, Jesus Circle, Demons, Chaos Demons, uh, Demons, Chaos Space Marines, Thousand Sons, Death Guard, uh, but no Eldar. How dare you? <laughs> yeah. Eldar's right. I am more afraid of Icelandic names than math. I don't, I'm terrified of pronouncing people's names incorrectly. It's a uh, header and jock, jock, you yeah, right? Um, yeah, I feel like that's probably not it. So, <laughs> no, well. That's not my problem. It's my language. Uh, yeah, there you go. Is the minus one to hit outside of 12 for Bellic or Arby for now not better than the things they lose for pure demons? Um, well, when you lose, I think, uh, Hader, you lose greater demons, and I don't like that. So yeah, greater demons I, I are why I'm there. I think so, um, yeah. because the reason I want to play that book is for greater demons. If you wanted to play, like, all infantry and, I don't know, blood crushers and stuff, like, yeah, minus one to hit is probably better than, than nothing. But... I, I don't think it. I don't think the Army of Renown is the way to go because I think Scarbrand and the Bloodletter, Bloodthirst, and even the Lord of Change are just pushed enough to be worth playing. Not Armory of Renown for best high fleet after Leviathan for Um, just Behemoth. I think there's three viable candidates. So Kraken, I think, is probably is pretty good. It it's like a decent step below, but I don't think it's bad. Um, I think the Obsec five and something are really good. So whether you do that with Behemoth, whether you do that with um, the heroic custom trait into a custom chapter, or uh, not Yormagar, don't play Yormagar. Just don't do it. It's, it's not worth it. <laughs> um, it's funny that the, you save one hundred and five points of Venom Throbs. Just buy Venom Throbs. It would have been so much better in every single game I played. Yep. <laughs> every single one. Uh, and I actually genuinely really like Hydra. Uh, I just think that it has. Like a little bit of points issues where you don't quite fit everything in 
But Hydra gets um, four rerolls to hit if you outnumber your opponent, and has a once you control the wound strategy. When you run like 15s of um, Hormigots, they do so much damage in Hydra. It yeah, is genuinely hilarious. Up. Yeah, um, and I think Behemoth is pretty good as well, but I would include Behemoth into the Obsec Five ones because I think if you're playing Behemoth, you just play Obsec Five, right? Yeah, probably. Like I, I would struggle to, like the alternative is reroll charges. Like I'm not that fast. You maybe take the better cover one, um, maybe. like that's also fine. But like Obsec Five on your Tyrants, Old One Eye, whatever you want, it's really just really fun. good. Yeah. Uh, is a Jaffa cake a cake or a biscuit? Uh, legally, I believe it's a cake. Uh, worth putting a light Harley's patrol for a Rift Gold Death Jester in a Craftworld army? Uh, the patrol is just expensive now, man. Traveling players as a whole really took a hit in Nuffalum. That's something I would consider in Jakari, but. And best way to equip five man troops. One of each of the special weapons, two fusions and a neuro disruptor? No, nah, just two fusion, two neuro, and then kiss or embrace, depending on what you want. The reason I lean towards Kiss is because it that stratagem works on vehicles Kiss is and monsters. The more, Kiss is the mortals on the charge is, one? No, no six is to wound. Because you have like 24 attacks in that unit, and very often you're trying to take two wounds off some stupid vehicle. Yeah, that makes um, sense. Like, non-vehicle monster stuff doesn't survive your shooting phase, so you don't really tend to need embraces for that. But there are like... I get... When playing turrets, I get hit with the mortals on charge track quite a lot. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, the uh, what's the other one? The last one is the ignore invulnerable stage, ignore which, one, is which is garbage. Yeah, you don't you don't need that. But if you've got if you're going to run three buffed guys, you should probably run one of each weapon. Obviously, but I wouldn't bother. Then I would just run two kiss, one embrace, and call it a day. Yeah, that's fair. But it, yeah. it's a th- it gives you options, right? The only time I ignore invulnerable saves in that army is when the solitaire does it, and that's just because he gets the keywords for free. <laughs> fair enough. Do I think the all bikes GSC list is the way forward for the call? I'll tell you on Monday. Uh, yeah, is that your first practice game as Monday? Fr- uh, no, my first practice game is my round one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> strong. My round one on Friday. Uh, I'll tell you on Monday after the event. <laughs> okay, I guess we'll see. And this is fucking around, so the rest of us can find out. Uh, remove the double turn from Harpies. Yeah, they're so unwieldy large that I think it would just straight be unplayable, but yeah, not in a fun way. That's They'd got just like not be useful. Remove fly from the Herod Titan or whatever energy. Yeah. How does Bile deal with harpies? Uh, you try to score on the other parts of the port where they're not. You can or also you... demon prince them to death. Yeah, demon. You should demon. You try to demon prince them, but you're you shouldn't get to. Yeah, but like <laughs> that should happen sometimes, right? Like yeah, but you shouldn't get to. Yeah, but like I don't know, man. Like be like that sometimes. Like yeah. What is the worst podcast and why is it Chapter Tactics? The worst podcast is the episode of Statcheck you've not listened to yet. Go and listen to it to find out why. Oh, that was fucking good. He's so good. Um, I think that's it, bro. That's it. That's all I got. So, thank you, Anthony. Uh, is there anything you're doing this weekend that you want to shout out to talk about? Uh, I know you're doing that. Are you guys streaming that anywhere or anything like that for your that's games? In- that's in two weeks. Oh, that's in two um, weeks. Not, Sorry. Not, yeah, not this coming weekend. So when I do that big, crazy, let's try and break this book with TJ, I will likely stream it through StatCheck. Uh, it's like straight to the YouTube, just pump it straight into the veins. Um, that'll probably just be like publicly available stuff that I just throw like stream like this. Um, but I have to talk to TJ about it and to the rest of the team, obviously, about how we want to structure this. So 
and it might just be like a like not super awesome viewing experience where it's just like the table and me and tj talking and if it's a thing you want to tune into and pretend you're in the room while we try and break a codex thumbs up that's broadly an experience i would have been interested in if i wasn't going to be in the room so maybe other people will be interested too uh, i'll try and do some coverage for unconquerable this weekend in whatever form i can make it work in uh, also i believe nova's this weekend uh nova's this weekend and so is the uh like event that birdsong is doing that's next to it that also has a million people at so it. nova's this weekend yeah uh, um, so yeah, the invitation for that will be happening. I'm sure there's going to be some cool people at that, uh, and there'll be stream coverage from that. Uh, we'll, we'll probably talk about the results on that, uh, because it's a big tournament, uh, and that's worth talking about. Yeah, there's lots of big event this weekend. Yeah, and then we are in the windup for LGT. I'm going to prop, pro, uh, promote a couple of things here. Uh, I'm going to do a LGT draft with some viewers, so I'm going to try and get taking spots for that next week. So that'll be some bonus content. I'll get some patrons in, and we will do an LGT draft. Uh, we'll do like a full-on fantasy draft. We'll just jump on, get in a call for an hour, and draft some LGT teams, uh, mm -hmm. the same as we did for LVO, uh, which we did behind the scenes, and uh, the same as we did for WTC. We'll be doing our WTC results at some point in the next week or so. Um, we're just struggling a little bit on timing for that. I had to have to bench the army this week, so my time is kind of vanished into the ether because i decided to paint an army on three days um we have a league going up it's going to be starting up soon for legion in the discord as well for patrons uh, if you're interested in that the details are in discord um and we are really looking forward to uh, playing some legion and we'll probably cover the results from that um who won and all the fun stuff and that should be running over that should be starting next week i think um so yeah if you want to play us on legion on tts go check it out uh, that's in Discord as well. So that's all through patreon.com slash stat check. Uh, thank you everybody for joining us. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Um, we'll be back next week with Nathan, hopefully.